that case, let's get started To here. all you bitches. <laughs> uh, yes, so um, to put it that way, welcome to Y'all Don't Listen, a gourmet and premium podcast by Ty and Julia. Ty? Ah, uh, there he is. So, um, some riveting content for all of y'all today because um we've had a little bit of a a little bit of a quarter life crisis as we were perusing around the streets of denver and getting into whatever 20 year olds get into and then we were just met with some distasteful human beings or at least not the vibe they didn't pass the vibe check someone convince us not to jump and um i guess this would be a relatively good segue into talking about generally what this podcast is going to be about today and it's i can't say whether it's going to be serious or funny because generally speaking i do have a feeling that this uh this topic is is somewhat anxiety inducing for a lot of people I could see that thing, I think. But all of our topics are pretty serious with a mix of comical relief. Yes. No, no, no. And uh, that's that's kind of, that's very much what I like about our podcast is that we're able to take kind of like a more serious topic, kind of flip it on its head and make it something a little bit more lighthearted because, you know, uh, wait, it was like in that one, it was in the movie, um, Burn After Reading. Don't sweat the small stuff, and it's all small stuff, you know. And that's one way to kind of, mm-hmm, and that's kind of one way to look at it. But uh, Ty, do you kind of do you want to introduce the topic for for tonight, today, whatever time you're yeah. listening to this too? So, um, if you are wanting to move out of Colorado, say I. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, are you going to answer or what? Uh, you just hear crickets. Y'all don't listen. Y'all have a lot to say, but y'all don't listen. <laughs> yeah, am I the only one? Okay, well, shit. <laughs> no, and um, uh, that was, I guess, that was a fun way to sort of introduce this idea of uprooting and change in life. Especially when you're coming to terms with... Um, with a particular due date in the future of say for example graduating i can't believe that i just called it a due date but graduating or um even some sort of career shift or a shift in just mentality especially like post pandemic and stuff i feel like it's changed us for for the better for most uh, for um for the majority of the cases out there i would say that it kind of changed us for the better in terms of introspection we find out that the things that suited us before don't really suit us anymore now. And I agree. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was that was sort of the incident um, as uh, as Ty and I um, Ty and I are avid dancers of the downtown scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, nobody does it like we do. Nobody really does it like we do. Dude, it's all in the hips, baby. <laughs> Oh, in other places, but you know what I'm saying? The hips are predominantly there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and you know, you know what's funny? In, re- in wow. regards to how we're introducing this podcast episode right now, it's going to mm-hmm. sound like, unless we dig ourselves out of it, it's going to sound like we're wanting to uproot ourselves to a different place in the States because we can't dance in Colorado. <laughs> No, listen, we need context here, okay? Someone spilled the tea already. Um, Yeah, no, I think we're just realizing what we like and don't like about the place of living. Um, Mm -hmm. Give us some specifics. Yes, 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 yes. Let me get into the tea. So, Julia has been gone for quite some time. Um, She traveled to Utah, got a little mental re- like refresh or reset or however you will. Mm-hmm. My um, diet there back. was prior- uh, pri- uh, primarily uh, matcha lattes and chicken. Oh, I love that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, anyway, to keep but, on going. <laughs> um, yeah, she came back and we were like, you know what? It's been too long. Like, we have to go out. We have to 
you know, see what's out there in, in the sense of, like, goes to new uh, bars and whatnot. Like, just, you know, get a taste of what used to be um, a routine. But anyways, um, we go downtown, and to our surprise, it is jam-packed in the worst way possible. I think, I believe it was Rocky's opening game. Yeah, Rocky's opening weekend, so it was was, the entire weekend. Exactly, but even then, it just like it was just pretty whack, if I do say so myself. Um, Just the energy downtown was really weird. It just it felt weird. I don't know if that's you know emerging out of the pandemic and seeing all these people in one place again, or just the crowd itself. It was just it's very disheartening to say the least. I don't know. I think the energy just wasn't there. Also, you go to these clubs and it, it just, it doesn't hit the same, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then for all of you COVID, like, you know, strict COVID people, um, no, the clubs have really good protocol in terms of social distancing and whatnot, so that was really relieving. But yeah, outside of that, um, the downtown scenery just doesn't hit the same, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Downtown scenery doesn't hit the same, and... Um, I guess the question here is whether it was a product of the time we had to ourselves during COVID or Uh whether, um, and like downtown has been like this the entire time. We just never really kind of gave ourselves the time to figure out maybe if it was really for us and it was also new It was also exciting and full Mm -hmm. of, like, you know, all this other stuff. Um, Whatever comes about, like, you know, just being a city dweller in, you know, like, the the, sort of, like, a little digerati socialite, whatever it is, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, And you don't know whether it was just the initial sort of introduction to Denver as being sort of the first city where you turn 21, where you're able to make cool connections and stuff like that. And that kind of lost its spark. But I don't know whether the root of that is um, the place itself or just us as human beings just changing during COVID, which is kind of a sad thing to think about. Just, you know, in situations like this, you get to see how much the sort of introspection, um, it suits you well, but it also is kind of like a harbinger of change. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of an ugly change that comes along with it because I... How is your fear? Do you have a fear of change? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Shed some light. And many facets of life, I'm actually scared of change. I don't know why. I think it's the chances of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, it's such a huge gamble to, you know, walk into change. However, I think that's a beautiful aspect in life. Mm-hmm. You never know whether it's going to be good or bad, um, but that's just the chance you have to take. Um, in the sense of our youth right now, I'm, I don't know, I'm more optimistic towards change, but mm-hmm. I overthink on the everlasting effects that that change may have. Because mm-hmm. you always have to do like, you know, that typical benefits and drawbacks analysis of everything. You're just like, will this be good will this not be good Am oh my I just, god you know? but does a person ever really know you can't even convince That's yourself true. you know what i mean it's one of those yeah, things like you, know you can sit yeah. and think about and ponder all of the pro like put up your little t-chart of pros and cons right? <laughs> not the t-chart <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, it's not the t-chart but you and i are very much sort of like judgmental in this respect where it's like we really mm. want to do concretely put down the positives and detriments of particular choices and stuff like that. But I feel like, um, but I feel like in times of change, specifically when it comes to big life changes and something just definitely not suiting you, I think that's where the heart should really guide slightly more. Not saying fully, of course, like, you know, one solution to the issue that we're having here like uh just uprooting yourself and um potentially going somewhere else where you've never really been before 
um, relatively like, you know, going into like a fresh pond, not really meeting any like new people, although you may have some connections there or something like that, right? Um, I feel like in that respect, there is so much uncertainty that you can't even calculate. Um, and I can tell this from like a personal standpoint from me moving here from Chicago to Colorado, wow. Denver. I could not, you know, of course, like beforehand, I had absolutely everything sort of like lined up in my head of how everything was supposed to go, the pros and cons, mm -hmm. whatever it is. And I don't actually mean like I wrote down a pros and cons list, but like I had yeah. a general idea of like, oh, like I'll leave my old friends, but I'll make new friends, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, that typical sort of like high school shit that you kind of come into when you're switching mm -hmm. schools. I don't know if anybody out there really can relate to oh, that, done that girl. Um, or, yeah literally anybody at any point just uplifting yeah. yourself and like going somewhere else um the stakes are a lot higher of course when you're an adult you have to take more mm -hmm. things into consideration that um, is true such as tax rates and jobs and shit like that it's just yeah um but uh this is something where you kind of have to take a Kierkegaardian leap of faith. You can only sit and think so much, but the one who thinks the most is oftentimes the most idiotic in situations like this. You yeah, know? but I think this just, it comes with life. I think everyone's scared to take that chance. But once again, I think we are like, I think our generation knows more with uh has a better sense of introspection and understands that you know maybe these risks are for the betterment of their lives um so i think everyone has that initial fear but i feel like in terms of taking risks our generation has definitely put their foot forward in that sense um so yeah i'm i i think just to reel it back in i'm scared of a lot of things however i'm willing to take that chance mm -hmm. because there's always that you know there's always that phrase, like, you never want to regret something, so might as well just take that chance. So it's like, you know, we're only here for one lifetime, so hey, might as well do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But just to reel it back in, um, in terms of the whole uprooting, just to make this more lighthearted, where would you want to uproot yourself to? Anywhere that would... Uh... This is such a this is such a difficult question because I can think of so many off the top of my head, but so many like so many of these places, um, so many places like this would probably offer me something different. So there's like this lifelong dream of mine to like build a house in the Czech Republic, like by, uh, by myself, or you know, um, not banking on it, but maybe even uh, like with a significant <laughs> other at some point. But as far mm -hmm. as like my aspirations go, building a house in the Czech Republic in this wonderful, beautiful little town that I saw in the mountains once while we were getting lost between driving from Vienna to Wrocław. Um, I forgot the name of the town, but I can see it perfectly in my head. There was cows grazing, just chewing on grass. And there was like this oh. random ass castle in the middle. And it was literally in the middle of nowhere. And um beautiful like in the mountains it was gorgeous and i thought man i really want to do that for myself at some point but that's also such a long-term goal possibly far out down, down the line but that's also uprooting yourself in addition to that currently like just to reel it back into current times i i know more of what i don't like than i do like if that uh -huh. makes sense, and that I feel is going to guide my decision as to where I'm going to end up, and I don't know mm -hmm. with 100% certainty, and nobody really can, when it comes to decisions of um, choosing to leave somewhere or uprooting yourself to go somewhere else, physically speaking, um, moving somewhere. I don't think people can say with 100% certainty that something's like that, like decisions like that can happen. But um, I know what I don't like, and I'm seeing a lot of that here in Denver. And I'm going to elaborate a little bit more on that later, but I wanted to ask you the same question just to kind of push it back towards your um, corner. Oh, uprooting my, um, you know, if I, oh, 
I would really love to live on the East Coast for beach. a while. Beach. Get to the beach. Yes. Yes. Um, I would love to, at one point, um, I hate saying this because everyone's going down there and I'm just like, y'all are going to kill us. But I would love to see the Miami life once oh, you know, COVID's all said and done. Once <gasps> COVID's too. all said and done, let's be very clear because I'm like, y'all wildin'. But um, outside of that, either, you know, somewhere like Miami or even D.C., honestly, I've heard it's, I heard it's really beautiful down there, especially for people who are, like, towards our age. Mm-hmm. Um, I respect everyone on the East Coast more so than this area um, of, the, you know, our country just because they're how driven they are. Mm-hmm. You know, you see people in, like, these very popular cities who have no other choice but to hustle and make something out of themselves and truly find themselves. And I just find that so admirable. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely want to live somewhere where the demographic is more geared towards us. Mm-hmm. I feel like Colorado has become just this, you know, old, older generation where everyone's trying to, you know, settle down, start a family. But then you know, not really because exactly. Denver's rated one of the worst places to date. <laughs> I know, Let's no. not forget <laughs> that freaking Westward article or some shit like that. Yes, oh, that is engraved in my mind. Oh my God, it's so bad down here. It's so bad. Um... Honestly, I also just, I believe our aesthetic isn't really Denver now that I think about it. Like, I think about it and, like, where I see us in a few years, I just don't see it being in Denver. No, and I 100% agree. I 100% agree. For a few years. And I think, yes, I think the biggest, like, the biggest hurdle is, like you said, like, leaving friends, leaving family, blah, blah, blah. But it's, I feel like Denver's always going to be that place where you can come back to. Mm-hmm. But our professor last semester was Shout very out to Doobie. Key. Yes. <laughs> if you're yes. one of the hundred followers on this podcast. Number one marketer. In, wait, isn't he number one marketer in he's Denver? The, you know, he's the number one most interviewed marketer in the United States. Yes. Doesn't mean he's the yes. best. You better put some Doesn't respect mean he's the worst. Name. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's exactly. the best. Doesn't mean he's the worst. He's just the number one interviewed marketer in the United States. I'm surprised that wasn't on our first exam. Like, that boy was keen on us checking his credentials. Yeah, it was, like, on the front page of the syllabus. He's like, oh, um, by the way, the media loves to suck my dick. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, but no, he literally talks about that. Like, literally, he was like, get out of Denver. Like, your guys's like, age group does not need to be here for any reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I kind of believe him because I feel like there's more opportunity out there for us in different states. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that it's one of those grounding factors that has to be taken into account, mm-hmm. especially now, because I feel like. Um, once you're like, if you take care of your financial well-being at this age, Mm -hmm. you will be able to make it off better later on, you know, not having to pay, like, instead of paying for rent, you know, you're actually, say, for example, you go to like, uh, um, a state where taxes are lower and mortgage rates are lower, monthly payments are lower, so to speak, right? Because it's just not as up and coming, for example, or whatever the thing may be, right? Um, mm-hmm. You move there for a little bit. You build up a fucking mortgage. Bam, bam, bam. Instead of paying for rent, you're paying for actual assets. You know, um, and while you're paying for those actual assets, everybody's falling asleep and clicking away right now. I could just... <laughs> I know, but, I know. But here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. Um, and to all you listeners, this is truly like the most fundamental fact that I've learned from my 20s, if there's anything, like, no matter how petty it may seem to you pinching pennies or, like, really planning your financial future, but that is really what will propel you from those, say, for example, who aren't, for those who, say, for example, make more than you Mm -hmm. per year, but they're throwing their money away towards rent versus, say, for example, a mortgage, which I think would probably better suit these generations specifically in terms of building up a financial futures because millennials and gen zers are fucked like let's let's like let's be real here especially in denver especially in denver 
in my opinion, because the student debt is just getting worse, you know? Yeah. And I was like, talk that shit. Mm-hmm. No, this is where it gets deep. Hold up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you have these things with, like, student debt. So, you're already paying a certain amount of money to be, you know, this postgraduate sort of bill that you have to be like, oh, well, like, I graduated, but I'm going to have to be paying this off for, like, however many years afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's that's one sort of like financial crutch that you have. How do you build yourself up? Well, mm-hmm. like credit. There's also, you know, again pushing so towards a mortgage. Our credit. Oh my mm-hmm. god. No, but that's <laughs> but that's the thing. You have to. Sorry, be, my heart just drops. <laughs> you're chilling. You're chilling. But here's the thing: putting that money towards something more, you know, stable and planning for that shit. I can't, I have to get off my soapbox immediately. Somebody tell me to hop off it right now. But, um, you know, and it's easy to preach this stuff. It's easy to preach this stuff. You know, easier said than done. Obviously, people have, like, their own bills and all this other stuff and having to do with everything else. But um, don't ever feel bad for, you know, if you're also in a position where you're graduating school and you're looking like you have to, like, move back to your parents or something like that after you graduate. Mm -hmm. Use that time for something delicious, like something like, oh, building up a savings, building up some credit. Mm-hmm. Get some money moves after that, you know, and and if the place that you're living in currently isn't suiting you, it's the best time to sort of uproot yourself for many different reasons. My reasons are less sort of like in my and mm-hmm. maybe yours to tie, but they're less financial and more so having to do with for sure, um, for sure, more of like a spiritual thing, something that would make me a little bit more happy in this life, I would say. Oh, yeah, of course. I agree 100%. And you bring up valid points in terms of student debt, you know, building equity and whatnot. Um, I think financial literacy is really a key deviant for our generation. Um, But I hope, you know, honestly, everyone lives life at the beat of their own drum. So whatever suits you is, you know, honestly, what matters at the end of the day. but yeah, I just, I worry about that too when I think about post-grad. Mm-hmm. It's coming up and it's just like, eh, shit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like hopefully Mr. Biden pulls this. Like, I don't count on that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, oh, I get it. I get it. It's just, it's a lot of uncertainty. And if anything, mm-hmm. that's probably like the sort of the general gist of this podcast. It's the fact that yeah. like... Um, this sort of uncertainty is something that we have to really embrace because as cliche as it sounds, like the only thing really constant in life is change and it'd be foolish to sort of cling on to something that just makes you comfortable. Um, I want to lighten this up for a bit because, you know, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. Wait, no, but it's not Debbie, but it's not Debbie Downer. It's hella real right now. It's it's real, but I want to get to the optimism of it all. What are you looking forward to in that chapter of life? What am I looking forward to? Yes, once it's that time to, you know, move out, really evolve into the person you truly wanted to be and manifesting that and actually bringing it to fruition. Like, what does that look like for you? You know, let's let's have a little play on fantasy soon to be reality. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm very sort of based on this, like, sort of, uh, Nietzsche philosophy where you're kind of the master of your own destiny it sounds very sort of mm-hmm. like it sounds very sort of like fedora wearing dude kind of philosophy but um but uh the change is only as powerful as you make it so i'm just very very interested mm-hmm. in seeing um kind of where the sort of will to change things up for yourself will take me so whether that's with making new friends meeting new people really having this sort of thirst for seeing the world experiences and everything like that because mm-hmm. um yeah new experiences in life um like have more freedom to freely express myself um finally getting like a new like my own place 
Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's this, it, I can like the getting your own place is a smaller factor in all of this, like mm-hmm. to be completely honest with you, there's That's a sort so liberating, of liberating though. Mm-hmm, it is, but I feel like there's a greater facet at play because the end all be all of my sort of small pleasures in this life isn't just like my place. It would be very much the sort of interconnectedness I have with like the, the world. And I'm not saying that with mm-hmm. like a spiritual mindset of some sort where it's like, oh, like, like, kumbaya, like, whatever it is. No, it's truly like whether I, you know, I meet new people and I hate them, whether I meet new people and I love them. <laughs> it teaches you something you mm-hmm. go forward like with a new perspective you change as well but you know with the sort of coping mechanisms that we have as young adults i feel like we tend to uh, we tend to kind of manifest and like process that information a little bit more positively one that's suiting for ourselves but, yeah what about yourself what are, what are you looking forward to um, I'm looking forward to personal growth in that aspect. Like, I truly believe once you really are out on your own, doing what you love on your terms within reason and responsibility, um, you learn a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like right now we're we're blessed to have the ability to, you know, build our finances up. Living rent-free is really nice as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, just cruising on life with minimal worries besides the bare minimums with school and whatnot. But I feel like once we actually emerge into adulthood fully, I feel like that's when the ball is really going to start to get rolling in our lives. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy, like, a year from now, we can be in totally different spaces for the better mm-hmm. and that's something i'm looking forward to because i'm always optimistic about where life takes us mm-hmm. um i'm also interested to see how we'll change in the sense of like our interests and our dislikes as well um curious to see where we end up um oh location wise too mm-hmm. i'm i'm looking forward to that very specifically location wise Mm-hmm, because that makes or break you, let me tell you something. Yeah, it makes or breaks you, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like there's just something that Denver robbed me of, and I can't really pinpoint what it is. There's just something that it, I feel like it robbed me of. I feel like there's something <laughs> I'm not things. getting. Yeah, right? I feel like it just robbed me of something, and I feel robbed. I think because we've been here for so long, we're, I feel like we've been here like our whole lives. You know, I'm a native, you moved here at a young age, so pretty much you're borderline like a native as well. But, you know, when you've been here so long, you've just seen the ins and outs. And so when you have all these newcomers coming in and just talking about the hype of the city, you're just like, I don't see it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, like, oh, okay, you're going to tell me about the hype of the city, Mr. Patagonia, Mr. Yeah. Bush. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I'm so Also, <laughs> just being real here, don't you feel like sort of out of... Dude, aesthetic-wise, I just feel so out of place. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, you wear a blazer and everybody thinks you're wearing couture. And it's just like, no, I just have fashion. Yes! Right? <laughs> yes. Like, oh, nice If you need blazer. a hop on Pinterest to put together an outfit, just say that. Yeah, like, <laughs> and it's like, you know, you can get a blazer for... Like at Shein for like eight bucks if you really want it. I wouldn't recommend it, but hey, you know, it's mm-hmm. not bad. You can still be fashionable, but money can't buy taste. Location can't buy taste, especially not in Denver. <laughs> well, yeah. maybe the money part. You can sure. have the recipe, but not the sauce. But <gasps> oh, no, like I just, <laughs> what? No, that's merch. That's what? No, we're going to get that. I am. You yeah. can have the recipes, but not the sauce. No, per. <laughs> Um, but no, literally, I agree. I just feel like, I just feel out of place. I don't know. Um, there's just something about Denver that I've grown to just like the people, not necessarily the people, but just the environment as a whole. Um, it's cool that, you know, there's so many newcomers, so you get to hear their stories and learn about new places from their point of view. But it's Y'all just, kind of morph I don't know, it's into not like, f- 
uh, the same person yeah though. Uh, that's what i exactly found. oh it's just like oh yeah i came here from like boston i'm like dope and then all of a sudden it's like the cover of like an animorphs book and like they're cool dressed all coolly and all of a sudden like you see them and then they're dressed up in a patagonia and it's just like what happened and it's just like yeah. oh wonder wonderful weather we had at mount beerstead today didn't we and i'm like well, I'm gonna... <laughs> and i start quaking and then i'm like listen yeah. I hiked Beerstadt a few times, but you don't see me. You don't see me wearing a Patagonia. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I. Maybe. I can't. Yeah. This isn't us. This episode is sponsored by Patagonia. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, keep my name out your mouth. mouth. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's why I'm looking forward to like now working with you know you know our corporations and even just people overall and seeing where life takes us because. I feel like we know we don't we know what we want. Now it's you know time to bring that to fruition because I just I just don't see like my life here. I don't know why. Something's telling me like mm-hmm. I just don't see it. Oh, and I'm can just, we like, like mm. mm-hmm. and can we actually bring it back to Denver really bad like really? Quick? Yeah, no, kinda... you can bring that shit back as much as you want. Mm. Oh hell yeah! But with Denver specifically, and I've um I've actually talked to my uh friend Kamaya about this. Um, mm. she's been kind of hopping like in between states and stuff like that, and she mm-hmm. said specifically Denver and Colorado. She says that if you stay here, you will, like, she sees the potential for people to get trapped. And I definitely mean that in a bad way. Oh, yeah. And this is just like spilling the tea here because um, there is a lot of, of course, there's a lot of potential in the city. There is a lot. And like you and I have been granted this potential before. Like we've seen it, like we've experienced Mm. it and stuff like that. But when it comes to like the world perspective, or at least even in the United States perspective, Denver is a fart in the wind okay you are crop dusting my friend <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> oh my God. you are crop dusting my friend no i'm you... sorry the context of that line <laughs> <laughs> i know your housewarming gifts <laughs> Could you imagine showing up to a housewarming just like, oh yeah, I just crop dusted this place, so um, just spread, just spread my DNA everywhere. Oh my god, that's so funny. But, no, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know you hear it in media, like a lot of songs as well, or even in like television and whatnot. How people have that phrase of like, did you ever get out of that town you grew up in? Mm-hmm. And I never really understood the you know, the reasoning behind that until you emerge into adulthood and you've been in one location your whole life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that goes for everyone. You could love your city for the, your whole life, and I think that's dope. But mm-hmm. I feel like there's something liberating about hopping around different places and discovering different sort of environments and, like, really finding your exact spot where you find comfort in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And wait, Ty, have you ever seen the movie Eat, Pray, Love? Yes. You know what? I watched that for the first time last night around like 3 a.m. <laughs> mm-hmm. Miss Insomnia over here. No, dead ass. I could, I, I'm having a hard time sleeping. I also watched Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith, too. Uh-huh. Have you seen that movie? Yes, I have. Oh, my goodness. What how, What a great movie. I cried. And it was, by that time, it was 5 a.m. Is the Pursuit of Happiness the one with his son? Like yes. The... Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes, I remember that one. Goodness gracious, I've been moved by the most beautiful cinema, except for Eat, Pray, Love. I can't say I like that movie very much. Yeah, I watched that one. Like that came out when like we were younger. Yes, because it is an old movie, but I have a hard time like watching stuff with Julia Roberts because there's only one cool Julia, uh, and we all know which one that is. Oh okay. my god! <laughs> <Here's> she... <laughs> Uh, I'm only kidding, kind of. But anyway, I watched the movie and it had a very cool overarching message. And it kind of ties back to what we're talking about, where um, I don't know if you recall this scene. And I don't know if this is a spoiler. I don't think it is, because how could you spoil just kind of like a movie fart movie? Anyway, um, 
they uh what's his name one of the franco uh, brothers or whatever one of the franco brothers like nah, ends up like yeah whatever it doesn't matter one of the franco brothers um like ends up being a romantic interest of the uh julia roberts character which i can't remember for the life of me but it was her name like i don't know i can't even remember but um eventually like at some point there was a shot of them in bed and he was just saying like you know uh this relationship sucks this relationship is kind of tumultuous you and i both know that we're not good for each other but like but if you agree to stay with me here if you agree uh, agree to be with me together like we'll have the comfort of having each other and not having to worry about like what could be in the future and like whether you'll find somebody or if you'll ever find somebody as good as me like later whatever I'm paraphrasing but you see it's like the sort of like fear of moving fear of change because of the unknown right and if that's not Mm -hmm. all of life then I don't know what is then eventually she goes on this like crazy trip to like Rome freaking India and Bali which is amazing which has been a lot more soul feeding for our protagonist, our heroine, Julia well, Roberts. That is, that is what we are saying. Mhm. So, I don't know. It's a it's a very interesting topic in terms of, especially in sort of young adulthood. Mhm. I would agree. But in regards to change. Mhm. What were some things that you really, like, took a chance on and it ended up, like, working out in the end? And it's kind of like, I guess I'm asking for, like, kind of like a butterfly effect. So if you hadn't have done this specific thing, no matter how small or how big, if you hadn't done the specific thing, like, your life wouldn't be where it is today for the better. Oh, um, my biggest thing would have to be as of right now, my sexuality coming out at such a young age when it wasn't even close to being... Um, normalized in terms of acceptance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that probably is the biggest foundation of my confidence and really gave me this butterfly f- effect to who I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, just being unapologetically myself has led me to such a blissful life. And I just, I'm so grateful that I did it when I was so young as opposed to like living a life where I just had to put on a facade to appease others mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah that's my biggest thing right now um, what about you it's really i don't know i feel like i with the butterfly effect just kind of like in any respects like just kind of coming out of my shell again mm-hmm. like really realistically speaking socially mm-hmm. you know because um i feel like more often times than not humans are generally afraid of the fear of rejection in a social circle or um any sort of like relationship ties platonic or romantic mm-hmm. putting yourself out there is one of the best things that i've ever done for myself because it really truly did establish like um my presence in in life especially like when it comes to uprooting which I feel yeah. like in uprooting yourself, you absolutely have to like get out of your comfort zone and you have to be willing to do that. Otherwise, you'll just be just, you'll feel just as stagnant as the place where you left, you know? Period. Mm-hmm. that shit. Because like, a, you know, you can't, you can't expect change with a simple sort of like flick of the wrist without mm. really having to do with anything besides like, you know, oh, like I moved to like, say for example, like, oh, I moved to Timbuktu and my life isn't any, any different. And it's like, oh, well, um, what did you do to sort of make it different or whatever is in your power to do so? Or like, what's a plan at least, you know? Yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. No, I agree. So I don't know. It's kind of like a, it's a, it's a mellow topic. It's very, yeah, sort it of is a very personal. mellow topic, but yeah, it's very personal, but I love that aspect, you know? Um, I'm looking for, you know, it's, you know, it's the most beautiful thing in life though, is like watching everyone else's journey while you're living yours, Mm -hmm. but also remaining in tune with your own journey. Oh, Especially for those that you love. Like, I think that's the most beautiful thing ever 
because it's funny because it all like all the dots connect at the end like when you actually look at it mm-hmm. so yeah. it's it's a beautiful thing to watch i'm i'm looking forward to this chapter in life what do you think now i only got one question oh. y'all niggas hiring yeah, just like, yeah, screw this all uprooting shit. Like, this is all about us just trying to find a job, so. <laughs> I'm like, mm, which one of y'all hoes hiring? Like, <laughs> but, you know, I think about that for after, gra- like, after we graduate. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, y'all get any more of them job applications? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, my God. And but, just networking. Networking is a must. God, but I can't talk to people. Have you met me? Oh my god, me? yes you can. You're you're a very social butterfly, but it just sucks because it's like it's kind of like a forced conversation to have. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really do. No, because the intentions are clear. Like, what do what business do I have talking to some higher up, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about it too pessimistically. But that's kind of where uh, I'm at here. Yeah, I don't blame you. But it's just, uh, I guess it's just, it, it's a thing that has to be done. Her, I agree. Mm-hmm. But why do you think people stick around? In what regard? Like, overall? Or? Yeah, generally speaking. Why do people stick oh, to, like... We go I on mean, there. I mean, it's not, because I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely very curious on your perspective on this, because there's different reasons why people stick around. For, you can think of it as like a you can think of it I, as a hometown thing or like a hmm. whatever it might be right when something just doesn't suit us anymore. You can even take it. Back I personally. look at it in a lens. No, I think people stick around out of fear, um, and out of. I think it also. I want to say out of fear and lack of confidence. Really? Uh, sorry. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to yawn. Uh, the reason yeah, why I say yeah. that is because of fear of change, um, which I think is inevitable. So I'm not really keen on that one. But I think in terms of lack of confidence is not understanding that there's better out there for them mm-hmm. and taking that leap of faith. Um, and I'm not saying confidence as like, oh, you're insecure. I just mean in the sense that you know something is better out there for you but you don't want to grab the bull by its horns mm-hmm. so yeah i think and then i don't know i think there's a lot of variables and that go into why people stick around but i don't know what is your outlook on it um it's very much the same but if I do you want to add like a certain like contention to it I do want to add a contention to it because um and I always sort of like tie it back to the the cacophony that we sort of see ourselves in with social media Mm -hmm. it creates a sort of space of familiarity Oh, that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. Which is a positive and a negative. I feel like in some ways it could help people uproot themselves. And I'm speaking physically exclusively here. Mm -hmm. So like moving, for example, when a place doesn't suit you. But it could also, I have a feeling it could also create a sort of complacency, um, a sort of like a structure, a rigidness, a sort of consistent thing that I'll just open up a Facebook feed and it's going to be the same people Mm -hmm. posting about whatever. So it's a sort of conscious form of familiarity. And I feel like that sort of fine tunes us to think that way. I feel like it fine tunes us to yeah. sort of not really think actively about truly like what life is in this very exact moment, our actions, our possible actions, uh-huh. our moment, present being. We've been tuned out for too long. Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. And, like, you can also make the distinction of, like, oh, well, like, I don't live my life on social media. Or, like, oh, well, you have to separate the social from the social media. Mm. But usually the people who preach that to me are the ones who are exactly, like, the people that carry that shit way too much. Like, they're way... I agree. You know? They're too, like, lost in the sauce of it all. 
No, so, I, I agree 100%. That's all facts. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is kind of like, I mean, it's contingent on the topic, but there's so many factors. And I feel like this particular generation is sure has more um, possibility and has more sort of freedom or at least willingness to go out and like sort of self-advocate in this position. Mm-hmm. But it also comes with its sets of hurdles. And I think one particular hurdle if you let it be a hurdle, if you're not conscious of it being a hurdle, is the sort of complacency within like the digital landscape. Because it doesn't directly brew uh, complacency, it kind of subverts it and becomes something else. You know, it takes away from like the active critical aspects of thinking truly like of what is this doing for me? What is it really like subconsciously doing in my mind that maybe could be complying towards a complacency. You know, you just have to be like thinking about these things, thinking on your toes, you know. Per, I agree a hundred percent. Um but also leaving yeah, everything think... you know behind. That's also that's like let's not forget that's probably one of the hardest things. Oh, talk that shit. I didn't even think yeah, I you know, that's a really big inevitable factor that um we don't realize until like we think about you're not going to have these people around you on any given day, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a similar situation, like, with my father. Because my father, he moved us out here to the United States. I, always, mm-hmm. I asked my father, because he moved here for the listeners who are listening to this. I asked my father, because I was genuinely, like, genuinely very curious. I was like, what was going through your head when you knew you were leaving literally like to another continent like you're really leaving everything behind like your family your friends whatever and he said like mm. i've always wanted to do it so i had to go and do it and Tato is talking that shit what did i say you know and i was just like well what if you know what if it didn't come out what you would expect it to be what if it just wasn't anything that you know you wondered mm-hmm. in your head what if it wasn't all levi's jeans and and Cinnabons or whatever. <laughs> um, Shut no, no, no. Honestly, like that's kind of what he like brought up. He was just like, oh, like the is freaking Levi jeans and Coca Cola and like all this other stuff and sports and all this other cool stuff and job opportunities. Uh-huh. And I was just like, well, what if it's like you know? Did you ever? Did it ever cross your mind that like what if it's not that? And he said, I didn't. I would never know until I tried. And if it didn't work out, then I just go back. It's simple as that. And that's the motherfucking tea. You see, he just gets it. He yeah. gets it. Yeah. I've does. been trying to tell people they don't listen. Y'all will never listen. Y'all will never listen until you listen. See? Tato is talking that shit. And it's all facts. That's what I'm saying. We have to take these chances in life. Like, we're only given one life. So it's like, might as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because imagine, like, later down in life, like, had I not, like, if I just did this, if I just did X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. then maybe things would have been different. Maybe I wouldn't no, be that's stuck what I'm in saying. Place, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, exactly what you're saying. Like, case in point, like, you're given one life, a life full of uncertainty, um, beautiful at times and ugly, too, but... I would say beautiful most of the time and can get ugly at times as well. Um, but we, you hear so many people when they get older, like how they have so many regrets and like all this and that and like what ifs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how about we try our best to omit those what ifs and just turn those into chances we took. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, knowing in that, you know, this may work out, this may not, but I'm okay with that because you're getting that experience no matter what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100% and it's like uh, it's like this uh, there's also a common um, sort of a point of debate in philosophy of like happiness can really be pursued or it's like this uh, yeah I guess tying it back to pursuit of happiness mm-hmm. you know is it like is happiness an end or is it something that we constantly chase and we'll never be able to meet an end like you pursue happiness throughout a thing, but it's exactly. not an end all be all, you know. Um, and that's I guess up for that. That's 
in some ways up for a debate, but I was always a staunch believer that happiness is never an end. It's always a thing, a journey, because even in your lifetime, you say you want to, uh, you want to achieve like, you know, that dream corporate job or earn mm-hmm. two, two gazillion dollars or something like that. At some point that two gazillion dollars just, you know, at some point it just doesn't make you as happy as you thought maybe it would. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, or those of you, those of you folks in like relationships or being single, like, oh, if only my partner acted like this, or if I could only find a partner, then everything will be fine. Once you find that partner or whatever the, like whatever the situation may be, you know, Mm. it's not, that's after that is like, are you just permanently happy after that? No, it slightly raises your sort of, um, your, your state of being, I would assume on like a day-to-day basis, but at the same time, like what is your next pursuit? And that's why change is so constant with the ebb and flow of life. So that's my two cents. No, I agree. Case in point, you wrapped us up really well in that sense. Um, I, I think this is a huge stepping stone in all of our lives, but I think the underlying principle in all of it is to take that chance because you never know where you'll be. Mm-hmm. Um, I love hearing the phrase, like, you'll never know where you'll be six from six months from now. Mm-hmm. I think that just um, produces a level of optimism that, you know, it's kind of like, it's more so surface level, but it's not. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool when you, like, look back and you're just like, damn, my life did change mm-hmm. um, in this set amount of time. Because I hear so many stories, like... Within six months, you know, a lot of people's cha- lives change in like a month or two and they don't even realize it. And you're like, damn, time doesn't slow down for anyone. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. So you absolutely have to take advantage of literally any sort of opportunity. Of course, it's easier said than mm-hmm. done. We just all have our days where we're just like, man, I can't really see the end of this storm or like I can't see the end of, you know, like or even worse being able to sort of like pretty much gauge the rest of your life based on where you are, you know, cause like that's frequently what I see myself like in Denver. And I told Ty this before in our little drunk ish car talk. <laughs> yeah. Here. But I said, not drinking and driving, but no, just no, sitting no, 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 there no. Just like trying to sober there. up. <laughs> yes. And, um, and I said, if I stay here, I can, vaguely put together my life till its very end yep all right me too and that was a scary scary thing for me or at least it's like it's a thing that causes me just a lot of sort of just my my arms like fall to the floor when i think of stuff like that dude when you said that it painted such a picture for me that I didn't even want to even like look at I was like you can keep that shit in the museum and just leave it there because I'm like it ain't for me sis like I'm like I just think about that and I'm just like I'm just like I couldn't do it Mm -hmm. it's a painful truth that sort of scares you doesn't it you know but in a positive way I would say it's not a bad thing to Mm -hmm. like think about that because if anything, you've come to like the realization that this shit just isn't for me. And most of the people don't have the opportunity or the luxury of figuring that out for themselves. Could you mm-hmm. imagine going through life Talk that and just shit. being like, what the hell is wrong? Well, like you've been, you know, yeah. instead of like going to yoga every day, maybe you truly just need a change of pace. Maybe yoga isn't the answer to everything, you know. Or maybe it is. Who knows? Oh, yeah. No, because, you know, you get warped into this routine and this way of living. You're like, damn, am I really living right? Or is this what I want in the next year? And you just realize, like, Mm -hmm. this isn't what I want Mm -hmm. in any way, shape, or form. Like, it just isn't. Mm -mm. And I think that's the beauty of it all. Like, in your youth, this is a perfect time to be doing stuff like this. Because, you know, what do you got to lose at this age? Mm -hmm. You know? 
But once, and even when you're older, I don't think that's the dictating factor, but, but you have a lot more to lose, especially when you start indulging in things that are very serious, whether that be work, um, your relationships with people and just life in general, it just, it becomes a bigger gamble at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Very true, Ty. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable the things that you can get into this life if you really just, you know, give yourself time to mm-hmm. think about it. But where do you, okay, just to kind of wrap this up, I guess, in some sense, this doesn't even yeah. have to be a long podcast here, but um, to sort of wrap this up here, where do you, just like close your eyes for a second. Maybe I can do a little guided sort of like imagination type thing mm-hmm. for a second. But Ty, close your eyes and audience members, mm-hmm. whoever it is, close your eyes and think of this. In the ideal sort of aspect and like, you know, I would say within reason, perhaps. <laughs> I'm so great at this. <laughs> But yeah, imagine whatever, but just be like realistic, but no, truly realistically speaking in the terms of your goals and in terms of where you see yourself, if you were to put it in like a third person's perspective, like, you know, sometimes how you dream in third person or if like you're playing like a third person, like video game or something like that, close your eyes and you see yourself say for say, for example, however long you want it, I would say about three, five years what do you see yourself doing? Like, what's the first picture that you see in your head? And this is very interesting because people bring up different scenarios. People bring themselves up in different, like, uh, like scenes, if that makes sense. Whether it's something that they're doing, where mm. they're at, wherever it is, like, you know, or how they look, depending on what type of person. Ty, what do you see? damn uh my vision's like mm, you're in danger right now um <laughs> shit what are you saying? no just being <laughs> could you imagine someone's doing this while they're driving to work or something and the guy yeah, comes right? like um you sure you want to do this buddy <laughs> yeah. um, the little lizard's like not the exercise you mother <laughs> I, I don't know how to do it Australia. <laughs> they're like what did you hit <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come off it. Oh, come off it. Open your eyes. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I'm sorry, what did you hit on your way to work? Um, <laughs> you're on your own, pal. Yeah, I guess uh, you driving, folks. Don't be closing your eyes or we'll have yeah, an eye like, on you. We'll call the police I was like, on this, you. No, this <laughs> exercise is going to have a lot of invoices sent to our DMs. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> but when I think about it, <laughs> honestly, but when I think about my life in the next coming years, Definitely see a new city. Definitely mm-hmm. see me living the life I've always wanted to live. Um, definitely see having a closer relationship with myself and then God as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely see me... I don't know. Just I, I definitely see more peace in my future. Mm. I know. And just, peace. you know, moments of euphoria. Mm-hmm. A lot of travel. Yes. A lot of travel. Hell yeah. Where do you want to travel to, Ty? Baby, Italy, I'm coming for you soon. <laughs> <laughs> I am not settling for anything else. Like, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I cannot wait. Yes, I'm manifesting it, but Italy, I will be in Italy next year. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, you will. And guess who's going to be right by your side because I always show up. Yes, yes. (laughs) But do you know how to, uh, there's like a hand signal in Italy to signal screw you. And do you know what it is? Mm -hmm. You bite the side of your hand. (laughs) No. No, you bite the side of your hand Uh kind of like Titan style right here. Ah, right there. What in the attack on Titan hell are you doing? No. This is, okay, this is all audio, so this is looking kind of funny. But to those of you who watch Attack on Titan, you bite the side of your hand in a way that is kind of on the index finger in between the webbing of your, uh, um, in the between webbing of your thumb and your index finger, kind of like this. I can't, still can't show you. I don't know what I'm doing here. But kind of on the knuckle here. Uh, 
and that's <coughs> screw you in Italy. But that's mm -hmm. a hand signal because they're very sort of um, uh, kin kinesthetic when it comes to uh, talking, which is awesome. I feel like that's a really cool thing. But Italy, dope. That's awesome. Yes, that I will be in Italy next year. I'm not... I will be gone for a week and a half to two weeks. I am not kidding. I don't care where I'm working. You're just gonna help yourself at that point. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and that's an excellent thing to look forward to in the future. And I, and no. I find it admirable that you see yourself like doing that mm. in the very. What about you? When I close my eyes and think about my peace. Mm -hmm. My sort of, like, peace in the future, I would say. Mm -hmm. It's always been me and my apartment. And it looks... Very, no, and it looks very different. <laughs> and it looks very different every single time, like, sort of, like, a different phase in my life changes. But I always find peace in, like, having the freedom mm -hmm. and ability to do anything, which comes along with travel, with like, which guarantees, or at least promises a sort of like sliver of peace the thing that you're talking about the thing to like act in freedom in accordance to anything that you really want to do you know within reason obviously but like yeah having that sort of autonomy to hey decide to to do something or dare to dream about something you know without having a certain type of confine that we've had for a pretty long time one that exists in terms of, uh, you know, sort of the student cacophony that we've seen ourselves in for the majority of our life, if not almost all of our lives, you know. But yeah, apartment living, mm -hmm. preferably a preferably something that I'm mm -hmm. paying a mortgage on instead of rent. But you know what? At this point, uh, there's nothing more like beautiful than freedom to change and freedom in general. So. That's something wholesome. Yeah, and I, th I, yeah, that's true. I, I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, but little yeah. high rise moment. Mm. Mm hmm. Little high rise, or at least like those two window type things where I can open by myself. You, uh huh. You know where you open the middle parts and then you can just spread it apart, and then the wind billows through, and there's yep. a little kitchenette. My cat is somewhere in here. It's probably orange or black. I don't know. I don't know. It's just we'll something. See. Yeah, it's just something. Something so um, wholesome, but beautiful. But that's kind of what I see. But I feel myself at peace, where work isn't really like work is obviously there, but it's not the sort of foundation of my life. It's not my vocation. It's not my calling. My calling in life is something greater. You know. I agree, a hundred percent. So it's a beautiful thing. But Ty, do you have any finishing thoughts as we wrap up? Um, no, I don't have anything to say. I just think um, for our generation, once again, like one, be proud of yourself for where you are right now. Um, remember to love yourself and just be at peace with the journey you're on right now, knowing that it'll get better if you know things are bad right now or whether you're weathering a storm. Um, or just continue to get better as you move on throughout life, even mm -hmm. if you're in a good place right now. Um, I just think that we have a lot to look forward to in these next coming years and in this lifetime overall. Um, but overall, I'm just proud of us, proud of this generation as a whole. Um, and I look forward to see everyone's journey. And mm -hmm. I think it's just a beautiful thing to share with one another. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. Y'all don't listen, but y'all listen now, so. Oh, beautiful. And we will end on that note. Nice and peaceful, awesome. Also, shout out to those who downloaded our podcast. We just <gasps> celebrated a milestone. I totally spaced that, but Me thank too. you for listening to us. We just like to talk our shit and just have fun. And so thank you for listening. Yeah, no, we couldn't have done it without all of y'all. And we're so happy to all the hundred of you. Pull, mm -hmm. We pulled a hundred on this one, my friend Ty. Oh, one, a whole hundred dollar bill, baby. Uh huh, exactly. So, um, thank you guys for all of your support. Y'all don't listen. Couldn't have been possible without y'all. 
and we appreciate all the support and if there's any topics that you want to discuss that you want us to talk about or if you want to join the conversation maybe rebuttal us on a few other things and just please yeah let us know and it'll be wholesome good fun as it always is maybe you know uh in terms of like next episode ideas hmm that's still up for discussion i feel like we should keep it lighthearted next time you know, I, think it's t- hmm. I think it's time for either a guest speaker or something more lighthearted. you never know hmm. yeah see the guest speakers yes they've been they've been incredible so far um and has to be a very specific conversation if you come in here and want to talk about something that is truly passionate to your heart we highly highly encourage you to do so to reach out to us and mm-hmm. we'll vibe off of any conversation we'll ask you some beautiful questions because we love to learn mm-hmm. baby we love to learn mm-hmm. we don't pay two thousand a semester for nothing exactly the college <laughs> tuition paid off see now you got it uh, let's not talk about that bill <laughs> yeah let's not let's quickly end this podcast because i'm about to vomit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah love y'all and Mm-hmm. All right, well, arrivederci. Arrivederci. Oh, bella ciao, bella ciao. Bella ciao, ciao.